Hello, today is Wednesday, March 16th, and welcome back to episode three of the Two Cents Podcast, the show where we provide some of our takes on football's biggest headlines of the week. I'm Blake Smith, and this is Dane Vogel. Dane, how you doing today? Uh, I just got done with the math test. A little stressful getting ready for this today, yeah, but I, I'm doing I, pretty I, good. I got to shame you a little bit. You're not wearing a jersey today. I did not come as prepared as normal. But you know what? That's okay. We're here. We're here to talk about football. Uh, I'm, of course, repping a hockey jersey. Uh, there's a story behind this, but I'll save it. Uh, you want to go ahead and fill us in on Central Sports? Yeah, so the girls' basketball team ended up losing to Blue Springs in the Elite Eight this last weekend. That was a, it was a fun game to go watch, but it was, it was a tough loss. Um, spring sports have just started kicking off, so we're going to have baseball on our broadcasts with yep, baseball sports marketing. On ESPN3, uh, sports marketing uh, on Facebook. We'll have uh, all of our streams as well. And uh, for our first story, it uh, actually comes with the story of my jersey. So my favorite player, Alex Ovechkin, um, he scored his 767th uh, NHL goal to pass uh, one of the all-time greats. Uh, his name is Yarmir Yager. He's from the Czech Republic um, for third all-time in goals. Uh, and he is uh, trying to chase Wayne Gretzky's record of 894. So and what was he at again? Kind of a big, sco- kind of a big story. Um, he was at, uh, I think Yager's record was 766, and so he okay. passed him to, uh, to get 767. Uh, the funny part was is that Yager sent him a video on Twitter um, like congratulating him, and then he was like, he threatened to come back to the NHL to to take his record back. So that was kind of funny. Um, even more interesting, Yager is fifty years old, and he still plays hockey. Uh, over professionally, over, yes, in the Czech. Oh Republic. my! He actually owns his own team, and he plays for his own team. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. I mean, guarantee your starting spot. <laughs> yeah, you get to play top line minutes. Otherwise, you fire the coach. Um, and next up, we have uh, some really good news for baseball fans. Uh, the MLB and the MLBPA agree to a CBA, Collective Bargaining Agreement. Uh, and baseball is set to resume and play a full season starting April 7th. So, And that's huge for them. The only, my only concern moving forward is there's been threats of two lockouts in the past five seasons. So, like, is this going to become a problem down the line? You know, uh, they were think- – I honestly – I think within the next like three seasons, we may see a chance of a lockout um, if they well, at least when the bargaining agree- agreement is due for uh, renewal. But I mean, it was rough negotiations. I mean, there was reports of uh, of only one meeting lasting fifteen minutes before they they stopped talking. Yeah, that's not a good sign. But they got it done. We're gonna have baseball this year, and that's, that's the important. Part. That's important. All right. Next up, first. First big NFL thing, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. That was a crazy trade. I remember, uh, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was just sitting there dumbfounded by the fact that... Seattle made the move? Well, because they had publicly said they weren't going to move Russell Wilson. Well, Wilson didn't exactly want out of Seattle. No, no, he said he wanted to... Well, I don't think he exactly said he wanted to stay, but I, I remember seeing something of him saying he's not fond of leaving Seattle. But I guess, I guess that was wrong, so... Yeah, I mean, this this is huge, especially moving to the AFC West, which is already a loaded division. Uh-huh. I mean, debatably now, you might say it's the best division in the NFL. I would say it's probably the hardest, and I feel bad for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and he's sitting at the fourth-best QB in the division. That's tough. Four out of four. Yeah, that's... Um, do you remember the package exactly? 
I do not. It was it was, it was quite a, a haul. It was a hefty package for Seattle. The the big thing moving forward for both teams, um, Seattle gets Drew Locke. That was one of the pieces coming back. Which I think would be it'll be interesting to see it'll how he plays uh-huh. in Denver. But obviously the most important thing um, is that you know they got a lot of assets back for Wilson. So Denver Denver already a pretty loaded team. Uh, just couldn't make very much noise with the kind of irrelevant quarterback situation. And I don't think Drew Locke is a bad quarterback. No, no but he's, he's not Russell Wilson. He, he's not Russell. He Wilson is a top 10 QB in the NFL. And to move him, he's your franchise guy. I mean, I don't think it's a great move for Seattle. No, because, I mean, he's like, he's their guy. Like He's been carrying them the last few seasons. It's. I, I think definitely the writing was on the wall that they needed to move on from Wilson because things were not working out the past couple seasons. But, like, I mean, how do you trade a guy like Russell Wilson? But for Denver, I mean, they, they, they That's could a good a move for Denver. They could make a legitimate push for the playoffs now. How competitive do you think they'll be within the AFC West? With Having to go head-to-head with Mahomes, I think th- Herbert, I, and even Derek Carr. I legitimately think they place third. I think it goes Chiefs, Chargers, uh, Broncos, and then Raiders, obviously. I mean, I, could, I think a lot of it will have to do with if everyone stays healthy all year. Because, yep. I mean... Missing a couple games could knock you out of the playoffs in a loaded AFC this year. Exactly. The AFC North isn't going anywhere. There's still four good teams there. Tennessee will be back with Derrick Henry. I mean, the AFC is loaded. AFC is very, very top-heavy. And especially in the division where you have to play those three teams six times a year, I mean, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will say... Um... Uh, I think as long as Seattle manages those picks properly, this could turn out to be a very good trade for them. Uh, yeah. Trading trading high assets in any any sport, you know, usually most times works out better for for the team that gets a lot of the compensation back uh, for the for the star player. And I think if you're like a fan of Drew Locke, it'll be exciting to see him get to play with DK Metcalf. That'll be fun. That'll be fun I mean, to watch. Tyler Lockett's a pretty good receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll have weapons there, but. They're, they'll they'll make some noise eventually. I I can't imagine they keep Drew Locke long term. No, I think they'll a, eventually try to This is a pretty draft. okay solution for right now. I think I, I mentioned this earlier. I think if this is not their prove it year, if if next year they don't have stuff figured out, this this year's kind of like you know you know get get all the iron all the kinks out. Well, and they're also in a very tough division with the 49ers, the Rams, reigning Super Bowl champions, and I think they'll possibly be back next year and then it depends on the moves Arizona. They make with those those picks that they got if they yeah. if they if they whiff on any of those picks i think that's a bad trade i'd agree with that moving on uh this comes from me a bears fan uh khalil mack was traded uh what was it last weekend i believe so i remember so. Um, i was uh helping with the big 12 tournament and uh it was it was kind of blind i was blindsided by the move i was uh i was very upset about it at first um, but then I realized that um, is actually, uh, in my opinion, I think it's a win-win trade for for both teams. Except, do you recall what the Ra- uh, the Bears gave the Raiders before for Khalil? It Mack? was it was it was a king's ransom, I will say. Uh, but I think knowing the fact that that team didn't wasn't even going to make the playoffs anyway this year. I mean, they sold off a lot. There, I mean, polls made it very apparent that the Bears were going to be rebuilding and that it would be probably necessary to uh, move on from some key pieces. But 
Uh, it was uh, Khalil Mack uh, for a second and a sixth, which I know a lot of people were upset about because that looks like a very minuscule return for a very good player. Yeah. The thing that people forget to mention is that the Chargers took on the entirety of Mack's contract, which was about $62, $63 million, which cleared up a lot of cap space for the Bears. Um, it ended up uh, – this kind of snowballed um, the Bears' like offseason moves and acquisitions. Uh, the Bears now have roughly $120 million in cap space after a few free agent signings and uh, cutting players like Eddie Goldman, um, Nick Foles, and Eddie Jackson, um, among a couple other names. But um, how do you think this trade turned out for the Chargers? The Chargers, I mean, you get to pair Khalil Mack with Bosa That's a and the rest of that defensive line. And defense, they really needed help there last year. I mean, offensively, you have Herbert, who's spectacular. Yeah. And in a division where you have to play a Patrick Mahomes, a Russell Wilson, and even a Derek Carr. That's who, a tough division. That's like, tough. you have to play both sides of the ball. I mean, I have concerns with KC this year. We have to play Herbert twice. Wilson twice. I'm not as scared of the Raiders, but no, even then, I they mean, can. It's, it's they normally hard. pick off a win. Yeah, but I, I, it'll be. I, I think this will be a very. Um, this is going to be a test for the Chiefs for sure. But I, what, what would you grade the Bears side of the trade and then the Chargers side? Even with all the money, I think the Chargers win the trade because they're in win now. Like they want oh, to, yeah. they want 100%. to win right now. They want to win the division. They want to go make a playoff run. The Bears are rebuilding, so it gives them a couple picks, clears up cap space for them. So it, it's good on both sides. Personally, I'd rather have Khalil Mack on my team, especially when I compare him with Bosa, for example. Like, that's a dangerous, dangerous combo. Yeah. So I, I personally think the Chargers won the trade. I think that's a fair argument, but, I mean, for me, uh, we've got um, – I can't remember the name of the, the backup, um, but <laughs> – <laughs> he uh, uh, he actually played pretty pretty decent uh, in absence because Mac was injured for most of last year. Uh, I think he missed at least ten games. And which, if that hap- if he ends up with injuries again this year, that could that would be a loss for the I, Chargers. I was going to say I think that changes the aspect of the trade. But I think you can say that with any trade. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. If Russell Wilson ends up injured all year, Denver loses that trade. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think I think both teams get an A. Uh, Bears completely clear, cleared the contract. Uh, I know, I, I believe I heard this earlier, but the Bears do have $50 million in dead cap this season, but next season that all clears up. So I think, I think for now it's, uh, it'll be a good move. But, what, I mean, depending on how Mac plays in, in L.A., it could really change yeah. the aspect of this trade. Um, next we've got uh, a pretty big one. Uh, this kind of started the whole free agent, friend, uh, like off-season frenzy and whatnot. Uh, Amari Cooper uh, was set to be released from Dallas, or at least there was heavy rumors about it. And then uh, he ended up getting traded to Cleveland. This one kind of surprised me. Yeah, this was. Uh, I this mean, was, this came out of left field for sure. He's he's a good receiver, mm-hmm. and now you're leaving Dak with. I mean, he still has Gallup and C.D. Lamb, but Amari Cooper is a great wide receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah. I mean, he was injured a lot last year. Didn't put up the same numbers he had been, but. And the big issue for him was his contract. I mean, it was it was a money issue for Dallas. Yep. They uh, I think they cleared twenty million, uh, dropping. Yeah. Or, or trading. trading. Now you know. Do you think they uh, they pick up Jarvis Landry, or do you think they look for a cheaper option? I'm not sure how much cap space they have, but. Uh, me neither. But uh, uh, you know, 
the the move was pretty good. I mean, well, at least for Cleveland, but yeah, I mean, although you are you did lose Landry and Odell in the same year, picking up Amari Cooper could really help out in that wide receiver room. Yep. Um, next up, Deshaun Watson. So, as you know, a um, lot of controversy yeah. surrounding Deshaun Watson. Um, there was good news, at least for him, um, that uh, he will not be criminally charged in uh, in Houston, which means uh, he is free to leave Houston, which I has been very apparent ever since this whole process started, that he is, whatever happens afterwards, he's he wanted out. Houston. And some of that was due to management and coaching. Sucks. That's a straightforward way to put it, but I, yes. I mean, uh, he was really a lot of the problems. Uh, I mean, if you remember, he made that DeAndre Hopkins <sighs> trade. I, I mean, if you're giving up one of the best that's receivers like, in that's the league like for the double doink of like Houston's like team. Yeah, but I mean, Deshaun Watson is on the market. He spoke with a couple teams already. He has uh, the Panthers, Saints, Falcons, and Browns. Uh, he spoke with the Falcons today. I believe so. Actually, in person. Uh, I don't think he did that with another team. I Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I do think the Falcons were the first people to hear from Watson himself. And that's, that's, I mean, if you're Houston, you're trying to get as big of a haul out of him as you possibly can because you're not going to have him going forward. Which, And yeah. they're in a rebuild right now. I mean, yeah. last season was... Not very abysmal. good for him. Abysmal, to say the least. Um, now, the asking price has been rumored uh, by some insiders. Uh, I believe the, the one that I've seen most commonly uh, is three firsts and two assets of some sort. Uh, I mean, it's a haul. Um, it was rookies on contract deals that they were looking for. Um, but And then also maybe a second or a third pick, uh, which... You know, I mean, for Deshaun Watson, who had pretty dang good numbers before he... I mean, he's a franchise quarterback. He's fantastic. So whichever of these teams lands him, which I, you know, three out of the four NFC, uh, I believe it's NFC South, correct? Yes. And if you are Deshaun Watson, you're probably... If you're you're looking to win a Super Bowl, the the NFC is weaker than the AFC right now. There's a lot less to go through. That is true. I will say, I honestly, I think if the Browns can land him, that's a great move. It is. But, like, they're still in a division where you have to play Pittsburgh, who has a heck of a defense, Lamar Jackson, and then Joe Burrow are all three in your division. That is true. That is true. Um, but, uh, I mean, honestly, out of all, all three of these, I think the Saints probably – the Saints have a lot of assets that they can give. I, I, I don't understand how he goes to Atlanta and the Texans get a good return. Like, they really don't have a lot of pieces. I mean, if you give up picks, which is what they're primarily looking for. Because yeah. they want to rebuild right now. That is now. true. Um, if they if they give up the picks and their their picks are valuable because they have not been a great team uh, in the past couple seasons. So yeah, you know the, I I think I think this the Saints is where he lands. What about you? Uh, I really don't know. I think it's whoever's going to offer the most is what he's going to get ended up trading to end up getting traded to. Yeah, he's. I, I think the Saints would be the most exciting to watch him play because you have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara's there. Deshaun is in, in charge of his own future. He he's got that uh, no movement clause, and he can very well pick pick and choose which trades the. the which is which is why he's only met with several teams so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there were reports that the Eagles wanted in, but he straight up said no. So, yeah. Um, 
Going on to the Atlanta Falcons, Calvin Ridley suspended for betting on Falcons games for the entirety of the 2022-23 season. How that's, does, that's, how, uh, that's hard if you're a Falcons absolutely. fan. Absolutely. I mean, I, that was, uh, uh, alongside the Amari Cooper news, that was an absolute bombshell to see. I believe, I, I, I think that surfaced shortly after uh, Amari was... Um, Traded? Threatened to be released. No. Or the rumors. Yeah, the rumors that he was going to get released to clear cap space. Uh, but how does adding Watson help the Falcons since their two star wide receivers are now gone? Ridley I mean, suspended and Jones is in Tennessee. Deshaun Watson's a superstar. That's, that is true. That's, that's it. He's going to make plays either with his arm or with his legs. And, I mean, he's, going, he's going to be better than Matt Ryan is at the moment. If he could do okay on a bad Texans team, I, he should be okay to, He should be okay on this Falcons team. And I don't know if they win the division with Tampa bringing Tom Brady back. No, and no they don't. The uh, Saints are still – Saints still have a good roster, not really a quarterback at the moment. But yeah, I, I think the Saints are only a few pieces away from being a legitimate team as well. And given that they'd only really have to compete with, um, with, I'm sorry, that they only have to compete with the Saints or uh, I'm sorry, the Buccaneers. Tampa. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I, I genuinely think that uh, the Saints could be a very scary team in the next couple of years. I mean, Carolina was on his radar, and that was a team that, I mean, went healthy. That could be a good team. I, I don't know if they really have a lot of pieces to make Watson work down there either. Yeah. I, I mean, you yeah. have Christian Outside of McCaffrey, McCaffrey who's uh, outside of McCaffrey, a stud. What's a legitimate name coming out of the, the Panthers offense? True, but, like, McCaffrey does it all for him. He runs the it ball. Does. He can catch screen passes. I, w- I would say if the Panthers could add some, like, like a good wide receiver through the, the draft or trade for one or, Landry's a free or agent. something, there's plenty of good – like wide receivers that are open on the market right now, uh, Allen Robinson, who wa- who has wanted out of Chicago for the past two years, Smith Schuster, who has got nothing from Pittsburgh. No team actually has offered him anything. Um, and then also Landry just hit the market. Landry hit the market. I mean, there's plenty of wide receiver. Oh, Beckham as well. If Beckham really wanted money, yeah, I think he'll end up staying. I I agree. I think he will. But if somebody could coax him to another team. Yes. It would be a team with a lot of cap space and a position to fill. Give him time to play. So, I mean, there's definitely options for, for the Panthers and teams like the Panthers uh, that are interested in Watson. Um, yeah. All right. So next up we've got Baker Mayfield and his future in Cleveland. I was. Uh, it was. I, I read the the uh, message to Cleveland last night. It was. It was. It was hard to read. I mean, it's. It. It was very heartbreaking. I mean. Like, he, um, a lot of these rumors surfaced that the Browns were in on Watson, and then last night, I believe the original tweet was deleted, so I don't think this message is still public, um, but Mayfield basically said, uh, he, I, th- I find it kind of funny, because, uh, he said there's no hidden messages in the, the thing, but he used, uh, he used the phrase, um, wherever I play my next snap uh, within the, the message, indicating that he's probably not playing again in Cleveland, um, at least as a Cleveland Brown. So, I mean... I personally don't think Baker's a bad quarterback. No, I don't. I, I don't think he's what they thought they were going to get when they drafted him. He's not a Josh Allen. No, he's not, he's not one of your elite quarterbacks, but I do think he is a starter in the NFL. 
Yeah. Was last year an extremely disappointing se- season for the Cleveland Browns? Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe he played through an injury, didn't he? Uh, not 100% I, sure. I remember hearing something about yes. injury. Yeah, shoulder. Shoulder injury. But, I mean, last season was so disappointing for the Browns. Looking for, I mean, Deshaun Watson is an obvious upgrade. I mean, you could, if you're a Cleveland fan, even if you're a fan of Baker himself, you can't be mad if they go out and try to get a guy like Deshaun Watson to take your team to the next level. To compete in the AFC, you have to be elite. Yeah, especially, especially after we just talked about the AFC West. AFC North is also still stacked. I mean, like, there's, uh, there's so many good teams in the AFC that Cleveland would have to compete with. Some of the moves they've made have been a, a, a little strange. I believe uh, they just released their tight end. I believe, I yes, I did see that. Today, um, which was kind of weird because a two-time pro bowler. And some of that might be cap space. I think I mean, he was a cap casualty. Um, so. But uh, the sentiment that I have gathered over social media is that Browns fans are not happy with the, the management right now because – they love Baker. I mean, Baker's like, I mean, those Geico commercials. They're hilarious. And, you know, the guy's really well-liked in Cleveland, even if he's not the most stellar quarterback. But if, if you can get a guy like Deshaun Watson or any upgrade, I mean, you take it if you're I management. You do. I, I don't think Watson lands in, in Cleveland, which is tough, because I think a lot of Cleveland fans understand that, too, is that Watson's probably not going to the Browns. If that, he does, that's a great move. Yeah. But... It, you, you just have alienated your starting quarterback, and if you don't get the person you want, you are now stuck quarterbackless because he's going to want to leave. And uh, most likely, probably, uh, if, if things don't go the way the Browns want it to, he probably goes to Indy. Maybe. I mean, Indy is looking for a quarterback right they now are. after trading uh, Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Traded for a third and a conditional second. I don't remember what the conditions of the second were, but it uh, leaves Indy among many teams that are looking for a quarterback this offseason. Yeah, I mean, I was honestly surprised they made that trade. Honestly, Carson Wentz had been playing pretty well up until that last game where Indianapolis had a complete meltdown against Jacksonville and missed the playoffs. That was an awful it was, game. It was not something anyone was expecting to happen. He played a pretty good season up to that point. I mean... Now, who do you think Indy picks up? Because they're obviously going to trade for a quarterback, and there's been many names... Jimmy Garoppolo sitting in a backup position right now. I mean, somebody's probably going to go after him at some point. I don't know if that'll be Indy or not, but... Personally, he's a I, big name. I, I, I honestly think they land Mayfield um, if they if they move the right assets. Um, but the I, Browns aren't going to trade anything unless they have a quarterback. No, but the the other thing is is the the Mayfield situation could worsen and Mayfield could just outright ask for a trade, uh, especially after they basically they publicly said that they wanted to keep him at starter, and then they they are there's rumors that they're shopping him and trying to trade for Watson. Well, that's part of management, though. You should always be looking true, to make but, your team. I mean, it's it's the. He's guess, he's not made himself elite over the course of his career. He no, has not taken true. himself to the next level. That's true. So him being on the market is not a bad thing for your management to be doing. They're looking to improve your team. If you pick up a better guy, you pick up a better guy. I think I, I think, see Baker in Cleveland next year. I, I don't think they move him. I think Cleveland ends up ends up playing with what they have, and. I think they do better than they did this year just because last year was not what they were looking for. I think this is Baker's prove-it year if he stays in Cleveland. 
but I was I I think I think the I think why it hurts more is the fact that they said they were gonna like Baker's their guy like they were gonna stick by him and then they just cross him and are looking to ship him out. I mean, he's the third best quarterback in the division. I mean, yeah, that's true. But and I, he's not he's not in a division. I mean, yes, Lamar and Joe Burrow are great. I think it's the sentiment of the words uh, that make it different. But um, honestly, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Vegas trades Carr either. I wouldn't be either just because that division is so loaded if, right if now. If you're going to lose, might, you might as well lose bad. They might go try to rebuild that team to an extent. Mm-hmm. Or they might stick with Carr. I mean, they could make it into the playoffs as a wild card. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Yep. Uh, yep. It'll be a tight race in the AFC. There's, there's plenty of quarterbacks that... Um, Indy could try. Uh, Watson, I believe, did also say no to Indy as well as the Eagles. Which Indy has a pretty good roster right now. Mm-hmm. Good, good offensive line. They don't have a ton of weapons, but are they a team that's a QB away from being a legit team? <sighs> I don't know. Depends on who you pick up and what Depends you do in the rest of the offense or the off season. Yeah. Moving on, uh, Brady has returned to football after only two months of retirement, uh, as everybody saw happening. Really no surprise. Uh, I think I saw a comment uh, on Twitter that I thought was funny. He, uh, he only spent two months with his kids to, to make the decision that uh, he still wanted to play football. So, you know. um, I, There was plenty of controversy surrounding his return. Um, one of them, uh, Brady's... Last touchdown football sells for five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars right before he returns. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're that buyer, how do you feel? Tom Brady better be giving me the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just you know, like, you're gonna drop half a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> on a football, and then he comes back out of retirement the next day. I can't imagine. Why would you spend that much on on a football like that, too? Especially considering that Brady. Was like as arguably is pretty much like one of the oldest pro athletes in North America still. Well, I mean, I was hoping he was going to stay retired after so years of watching him dominate the league. I was I was kind of ready for it. I think so, everybody was, but I the doubt the doubts lingered for sure. I do think him coming back makes the NFC a lot more interesting, especially after you see all those NFC South teams gunning for Watson. Yeah, well, not only that, but. I don't think the NFC is nearly as competitive. So adding him back in makes Tampa a contender again. Uh-huh. I mean, they could go make a push to get to a Super Bowl. Yep. Um, actually, and another good thing, uh, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, they actually, um, Ryan Jensen was set to hit free agency. I believe he's one of their like most talented O-linemen. Um, and he actually re-signed a three-year deal um, after hearing that Brady was returning. So, you know, you know that's, that's good for, for uh, Tampa Bay fans. I was a little disappointed as a Bears fan because there was rumors that we were going to try and sign him, um, and then obviously he stayed in Tampa. So, all right, quick question for you: How long do you think Brady will play? How many more seasons has he got, got in the tank? Two left in the tank. Two left in two. the tank. I think he's got two. Two. I think. I think this year will be probably his last great season, and then next year will be like the when Father Time catches up and just hits him in the Father face. Father Time has never caught up. Not yet. I, They've been will. saying that for years. They have been saying that. Well, it was looking really rocky at the end of the uh, of his Patriots tenure, but one well, part of that was the roster. Dude, they were trash. Julian Edelman being wide receiver one, several years in a row with nothing else around him. I was gonna say he but. was okay on his own, but like with no support. Yeah, no. 
Brady's uh, Brady's last season was not spectacular. And then also um, the the last bit of controversy that came out of Brady unretiring, um, there was a Las Vegas uh, sportsbook, a major Las Vegas sportsbook, that called for the NFL to investigate Tampa as there was a large bet um, placed right, like days before Brady unretired, and they they claimed that it was an internal like um, betting thing that someone in Tampa bet on uh, the Bucks to win knowing that Brady was going to return. That's interesting. That is very interesting. Um, now, there's a lot of, like, a lot of people think it's stupid um, because they, he could have just, whoever it was, he or she, could have placed a bet on the Bucks just, just because. because they were a good team last year. So it's, it's a little bit of a weird claim, but I could see the reasoning behind it. I don't think they get investigated by the NFL, but, you know, what, what do you think? I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It's a bit of an odd situation to bet that much money on Tampa, especially without Tom Brady. I didn't think that roster was really going anywhere, but you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. And uh, moving on to controversial, well-paid quarterbacks, also getting up there in age. Rodgers signs a three-year, hundred fifty million dollar contract, making him the most uh, paid player in the NFL. And they still have to sign Devontae Adams after he said that he will not play under the franchise tag. What do you think? Um, I think Rodgers got his money, which wasn't surprising. Back-to-back MVP seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rodgers, obviously, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, although his last few postseasons haven't really shown that. Although I will say that 49ers game, a lot of it came down to special teams. was awful. Man. I mean, they blew the game and I know Green Bay didn't put up numbers like I kind of thought they would against that 49ers team, but Rodgers getting his money is not surprising to me. No. Them not signing Devontae long-term was because... That's tough. That's I mean, tough. You, can, you can make a debate for him being the best wide receiver in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a couple guys up there with him. Cooper Cup, maybe. DeAndre Hopkins... There's, there's only a handful of guys you can put in the same conversation with that guy. And they franchise tagged him, and he's unhappy about it. And he publicly, I believe he publicly stated he's not going to play under the, the, the franchise. Now, I do think they figure out a way to get it worked out to where he has a long-term deal. Because the issue with the franchise tag is players want security. Yes, and it's do. a very physical and, like, demanding sport. And one little play could, like, end your entire career, and you want that job security where you're getting money no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're Devontae, why wouldn't you want a long-term contract? I mean, I wouldn't be super happy to play under the tag. But. Me neither. Um, it makes me happy, though. Uh, I know it's kind of weird. Uh, I hate the Packers. Yes. And uh, seeing that this is probably going to screw them over cap-wise for the next, hopefully, five well, to six years. They've already I'm had to cut. Very excited. They've already had to cut a lot of players. Mm-hmm. And that's that's good, you know. That makes me that makes me happy because even if you have ar- arguably the best quarterback in the league, arguably I don't think that, but you could make the argument, and arguably the best wide receiver in the game of football. I mean, can they still make noise? Yeah, I mean that's the best QB wide receiver duo in the NFL, outside of maybe Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup last season. Yeah, I I, I see the I see the argument, but uh, I also. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna cut all your like your supporting pieces, how much how how much can you really do? 
I mean, I think it's going to look like the older Green Bay Packers teams where he didn't have much of a defense, and that's why he was losing playoff games. Right, last year was probably Green Bay's best shot, at least roster-wise. I mean, they had they had a run game, they had no line, they had a defense for once. The wide receiving core wasn't perfect, but you had Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and I mean, I thought that I thought they were going all the way. Them or the Rams, and for it to turn out like that in that not even in the NFC Championship game. I it bounced by the same team four times. I mean, it's got to be disappointing, but. It's Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, I've, they could, they can pull it off if anyone can. You know, I, 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 think, I think that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I think Adams probably gets close to Rodgers' money. Um, but I, I do think after uh, – I, I, did, I did say multiple times that I think one of the two is leaving. But after, after mulling it over and seeing how the market's played out, I, I think they, they both stay, but it's going to ruin Green Bay for the future. I think that too. I think they're going to have to. They're going to lose pieces they will need to compete against teams like the Rams and Tampa Bay. All right, and uh, moving on, the Jaguars, in Jaguars fashion, uh, decide to go and ruin the wide receiver market as they sign Christian Kirk um, to a four-year, eighty-four million dollar contract, making him the third highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL for not very good stats. Hey, good for him though. I mean. Not good for the Jags, but good for him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's getting his bag. <laughs> like, Trevor Lawrence had a really disappointing season last year after being hyped to be one of the best quarterback prospects since Peyton Manning. And I don't necessarily know if that was his fault. I mean, that was a – he's on a – he's in a – excuse me. He's on a bad team, a poorly run organization, and his coaching was very subpar. I don't know how any of the moves the Jags have made help them at all become a better team. And part of that might be nobody wants to go to Jacksonville. Well, when you suck that bad and you've seen the mismanagement and the Urban Meyer situation, even though he's not there anymore, you still see the problems and Trent Baalke is still in office. I, I can't imagine that's an attractive place to sign unless you overpay them by a mile and absolutely ruin the market. And I think Jacksonville looks about like they did last year. Bottom of their division, bad team. Bad, bad team with a lot of players making way too much money. And I think it really hurts Trevor Lawrence going forward in his career because he gets stuck with this. I think he ends up moving out of, out of Jacksonville. Unless they're going to pay him a lot of money. I wouldn't see why I, not. After his rookie contract, I don't think they extend him. I think he leaves. There's just if, if things do not improve after this season, there's just no way he, they can keep him around. Like It's just not an attractive place to play. And I mean, this might hurt him going forward. Kind of like it hurt Mitchell Trubisky being on the Bears, I think. And that's kind of what we're leading into next. That, that Bears era sucked. Like From a person that watched it in the double doink in 2018 after a pretty damn good season... It was it was a tough time to be a Bears fan for four years. It's okay. I know. You, you Chiefs fans have it very lucky. You get yeah. Patrick Mahomes out of the same draft, and, and you go and win a Super Bowl the next year. So. And we also didn't have you know, Matt Nagy as our coach Matt the last Nagy, couple of years. Matt Pace, Ted Phillips as president. You know, the, the worst it possibly could be. You also don't have the McCaskies running a football team. I think, I think a lot of football comes down to management, coaching, it's very, very important. It can't, you can't just throw good players together and And I, I think, I think the Bears and the Jags have been two very good examples of 
The Bears have, have been competitive, though, over the last few years. I they're mean, not they wouldn't necess- call 6-11 competitive. <laughs> but they have made several playoffs. I mean, they've gotten in as the wild card a few times. They've had decent defenses. That, that 2018 defense was spectacular. That was, but, that was their year. If they were going to win it, it was 2018. But they but, didn't. So but you're also in a division where you have to play Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's been dominant for his entire career. I, but I, I, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure the Bears had a better record than the, the Packers that year. I am not sure. Uh, they were 12-4, and four, I know that. I don't know if the Packers were any better, but I know the Bears were like top three teams. And um, moving on to old Bears players, Mitchell Trubisky signs a two-year, $14.25 million deal in Pittsburgh uh, as a starter. Um, how do you think he does in Pittsburgh? I think he does all right, actually. I, I agree. I um, think he does okay. I think it's kind of a good situation. It's You could probably call it the most stable organization in all of football. They've had three head coaches ever. Mike Tomlin's great. I mean... You have a great defense behind you, so if you do end up making mistakes, you have that to back you up and help out, force turnovers. The wide receiving court isn't great, but it's not awful. You've got a good running back. The O-line needs a lot of work, but I think they can work on that this offseason. Mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh isn't going to win this year. I mean, they might make a wild card spot. I, th- I think Baltimore and... Um, Cincinnati will both be better than them, but mm-hmm. I think he has a decent season. And if not, he's only signed for two years. Not a it's huge not contract. Big, yeah, it's not that big of a contract either. What pieces does Pitt, do Pittsburgh need to make Trubisky, like give him the chance to succeed? That I Chicago think all Trubisky needs to be is a average quarterback. You know, and a It's not going to be Big Ben. No. Like, any, he's Big Ben in his prime. Well, yes. Big Ben in his prime was not a bad quarterback. He was a very good quarterback. By any means. He was good. Now, Big Ben the past, like, three years... Hasn't been good. But this is definitely better than having Mason Rudolph as your starting quarterback. <laughs> I think if, if that happened, Pittsburgh would not do very well. I think they'll end up, you know, probably going 9-8, and 8-8, eight, eight and eight, somewhere in there. Pack team. That yeah. Special. I don't think they're going to... Well, that defense is special. T.J. Watt... Absolutely tore up the league last year. But I think it'll be very interesting. I, I think as long as they keep Schuster and can attract... Like, if they if they were to bring Allen Robinson, per se, which I don't know why he would go to Pittsburgh because he had Trubisky throwing to him. Well, he didn't because Nagy wouldn't let him. But that's a different, that's a different story for another day. But I, I think if you bring in, like, a legit... Wide receiver off free agency, and you keep Schuster. There's guys on the market. There's a chance that Trubisky succeeds. Pittsburgh could try to clear up cap space, go after a guy like Jarvis Landry. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's moves that they can make, or they might go in the draft to try to get somebody. And who knows? Maybe they bring back Antonio Brown for a. (laughs) (laughs) I highly doubt that one. For a second back. Um, That's all the time we have. uh, That's all the stuff we have, and all the time we have for today. Um, Thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Actually, we won't see you next week. We're going to be on spring break, break. so we will not have an episode out for a little while, but, yeah. Okay, two weeks, I guess. Two Two weeks. weeks. All right. Well, thank you. Until next time. All right. That went pretty well. Well, we don't. We decided if we cut the content back, but we